Are you looking for an open-minded perspective? Different view or a different take? Well, this is Lost in the Groove, society and culture podcast, donor culture, and deep dive. See here, we're all about the experience, all about the journey, and getting into the groove. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Lost in the Groove. Yeah, baby. Uh, this is an interview with Mohamed uh, Nakin. He is an incredible artist that um, is on Instagram. Um, you have a lot of cool shit going on recently. Like I've been like noticing. Uh, let's give a warm introduction. Uh, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, yeah. Let's start this motherfucker. Cool, cool. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for having me, Dave. Appreciate it. Um, everyone, my name is Muhammad Aki, like you said. Um, full-time artist. I'm from Chicago, the south side of Chicago. Uh been doing art ever since I was little. Um, started full-time when I was about 20 or 19. After I finished high school, uh, I went to college, take around, I was taking random classes, and after that. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I took art. I was doing, um, I started doing art again. Cause I like stopped. So when I was like 19 or 20, start, uh, painting, drawing. So ever since then, what kind of art, what kind of art were you doing? Like what kind of art was, was your, your I specialty? Drawing. I was drawing most of the time, like real still life stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, drawing cartoons, whatever, just like stuff that I can kind of like duplicate because I like drawing realistic things. So I used to always just try to like, you know, just draw people, um, just, you know, realistic things I was focusing on and I guess in cartoon characters and kind of mimic things off of like Dragon right. Ball Z. Oh, and, wow. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, I was really, really into that because, you know, everybody, all the kids were young. We were all, they were all into Dragon Ball Z, so... I know. Dragon Ball Z was uh It was the shit. It, it was. Yeah. yeah. It still is the shit, but like it there is, was a time. There's a time like it was the like the elite shit, bro. Like it was No, it definitely there. was. That's I feel like that was I was right in that time frame um at its peak. So you know, I was definitely just doing a lot of just drawing stuff, uh Goku. Vegeta and all the characters. So you really um, had like it's interesting because like I, I know somebody like this as well. Like um when you when you get inspired by anime mm-hmm. um and manga, of course, um these type of genres are all about like you know the representation representation of the scene. I mean, come on, if you've ever watched any anime, you know like the number one thing is if it's dark, either someone's getting killed, someone's mm-hmm. getting their ass kicked. Or yep. there's a really dark storyline. That's just how yeah. it's designed. Uh, do yep. you want to elaborate a little bit more on that with like the art that you were doing? Well, um, since like I don't know, like when I was little, I didn't really get into the stories of uh, the anime. I feel like I'm kind of a still a, a newlywed into it. I'm I'm not considered one of the knowledgeable in that era or in that. Uh, Neither world, am I. But, um, so I don't know, like, uh, when I was, I don't know, like, I can't really, like, explain, like, explain, uh, elaborate more on what you mean, like, how the, uh, like, 
like explain more what is like your question so each style of art mm-hmm. as an artist there are different elements that you get like for example when you take surrealism okay mm-hmm. what's the number one thing you get from surrealism is the objectivity of manic chaos and insanity mm-hmm. run through the perspective of imagination and creativity you mm-hmm. know like a blue triangle or the sand is yellow instead of being tan or different elements in the piece that appropriate that type of style. Okay. Another example would be when you take, um, I'm to think of an art form. I I completely tell you what you mean. Yeah. It's like the same thing with anime and manga. It's, it's like when you're making the character, right. And you're choosing the, the, the way you're going to draw the character and the colors Mm -hmm. you're going to put in there and, you're emulating that from what you're seeing. So whoever made that anime and styled it the way that is, and then you're emulating from that and you're creating your character, you're taking, sorry for using so many fancy words. You're taking, (laughs) you're taking that artist's perception of how they made that piece and, and, and relating to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. I guess uh, the best way I can relate to it, um, I guess I've, I've I've always been kind of like an emotional person, uh, or I say I'm a kind of emotional person. So, um, uh, well, this is a question. I guess I'm, I always depict or try to depict. Um, uh, well, it's more the thing is. It's more about, you know, how you're emulating. For example, when you're making your art, okay, you're trying Mm -hmm. to represent a message, okay? You're trying to represent a message of yourself. Like, you're representing something. So, Mm -hmm. the type of art that you're representing, the type of art that inspires you, that allows you to be creative in what you make, it's all a part of, of, of that message. It's all a part of what you want to bring to the table. Uh huh. (laughs) <laughs> so on- yeah, so, all right this is uh very the way it's worded it's very very uh complex so i'm trying to it actually is. form on how i can answer the question because i'm getting so many questions i feel like it's so many ways i can uh attack or say it but i'm not really sure if i'm even if you want to circle if you want to circle <laughs> if you want to circle back to this and give you some time to to put yeah, it let's, to, uh, yeah let's we can keep moving, I'm, <laughs> that's probably one of the hardest questions <laughs> all right Somebody so going back to the interview <laughs> going back to I like, it, so like, I like it it's a good one it's a good one listen you know the whole point of the whole point of the podcast is getting lost in the groove so you got to be able to <laughs> you got to be able to throw out really difficult questions <laughs> Started off with the grand slam. Oh, I'm already struck out, my friend. That one. Um, going back to you're saying at the beginning of your career. So you were saying that you know, um, in East Chicago, you were growing up, you were inspired, and you were making all of this art. Mm-hmm. What? When? When did you actually realize that like this is this is something that you want to do for a living? Like this is what you want to do. Around, I guess, like I said, around now, I left high school. Uh, 
because like I don't know, I always did play it a lot when I was young and kind of just fucked around. Like, like I just think of a fuck about school. I got like straight F's, D's, couple C's. I probably I passed art in like lunch in gym. So I kind of like never was a person that I I kind of didn't want to like go to college. You know what I'm saying? And when I did go to college, I was taking general eds. So it wasn't like you know what I'm saying like. It kind of came back to me because I, you know, I always either wanted to be an artist or a fireman or a professional athlete. Um, but I messed with my shoulders, both of them from skateboarding and playing baseball. So they're both dislocated. I can't do shit. Um, so, you know, when I was in just high, when I finished high school and I was just going to college, I was just like, man, I guess I should just start doing art again, you know? So I just started picking up the pan again. And from there, I just was looking to figure out, you know, how do I get my art into galleries? So I just always just did whatever the fuck I want. I would just go to galleries with my paintings in my hand. I used to just go to random artists like, yo, you know, how, what should I do? Or what kind of, what's some good advice you think I should, you know, do as an artist? And so you reached there. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just always, I'm a kind of person that likes to just say, whatever you have, whatever, there's no rules to none of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is new. And definitely the fact that we have technology right now, like, you make the fucking rules is just making that action and not caring if you fail or succeed and just keep the ball moving, you know? And I'm a firm believer, you know, you can, you can literally... You, you're creating your reality. So you just got to fucking, whatever you're thinking, just try it, you know? And like I said, I used to just go to galleries, like, yo, my name is Nike. Like, if you want to sell, like, I don't know, do you want to, like, do you want to check out my art? Do you want to sell it? You know, and I got all, you know, I always say I'll get all the interesting different response. Um, normally wasn't really, I never really, that never really transpired you know, aspire to anything bigger, but you know, I didn't really care. And I used to always sell my art in the street. And so that's how I've met a lot of my collectors around the world. Um, you know, just going in front of, you know, the Apple building, going in front of the, the Chicago Tribune, just going like the main spots in Chicago and, uh, you know, just doing whatever it takes to get myself out there. And from there, you know, it's just like things just has an effect, you know, once you make a, you make one action there and be consistent with it, it kind of just builds up. So when you were, so when you were selling your art on the, on mm -hmm. the streets and you were doing it in these, these large places, um, like, you know, so the Chicago Tribune and in, in front of the Apple store. What kind yeah. of, I mean, like, you know, I, I can imagine there's a lot of people passing through there and, you know, of course there's police officers and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, like a uh, lot of shit, please. Like the one, the one thing about Chicago, there isn't like, you know how you go to Times Square? You ever been to New York? I'm, I'm from New York. Oh, dope. Dope. What part? <laughs> Uh, well, I grew up on the other side of the Hudson. I grew up in Rockland County. So we border right next to Ber Bergen County, which is Jersey. Hey, that's what's up. I have fans in New York. Um, 
But yeah, like, you know, we're in like a Times Square. You know how everybody's just fucking hustling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, 100%. percent you the hustle-ass motherfuckers. Yeah. They understand. And it's, it's, it's normal seeing a fucking artist, you know, in Manhattan or whatever. It's just like, it's just, it's, it's all about just yeah. having that. You know what I'm saying? In Chicago, we don't really have that at all. So when I used to go, you know, on State Street or in front of the Apple building, they used to always be like, you know, like you can't really be here. Or they used to let me be there because it was kind of like, it wasn't really that much happening. So, you know, and I'm really, really good with people. So it, I became kind of like a face of always selling my art on the street. And I built a mobile art cart. So I, I was like, I really stood out, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it's just like, I've been doing, man, it, it was crazy. That thing was about 200, it, like 200 pounds. And me and my dad, we he's a carpenter, amazing carpenter. So we built it off of the base of... Um, this is where you put all of your art into. Yeah, it was, oh a, it was a mobile art cart. Yeah. Wow. Like, when I used to like, I made, I used to like paint clothes and stuff. So mm-hmm. we built basically this box that the door suspended or they went up to the side and the, it it came out to a table from the side. So there was like, you put like two sticks underneath the uh, pegs, the doors. Yeah. yeah like, pe- like a peg. You have to hold yeah, it up. Exactly. And inside of it, my we we made like a little box on each opening, so you can put the art inside of the box. And it, it's amazing. You know, like, and um, and we built another thing so we can like hang our coats or our clothing, um, on the on the uh, the art car. So it was really cool, but it was really fucking heavy, y'all. Shit was because we used like really good uh wood, and it was the first time we made it. So me and my dad, we, we worked on it like the whole summer that year. Wow. Um, and, you know, I was just, you know, I was known throughout the city. I felt like, you know, just during the winter, during the summer, just selling my art. And either the police was like, wow, this is fucking uh, interesting. Um, they were just like, let me slide. Or they'd be like, yo, you can't really be here. Or I'd be like, yo, I got my my art peddling license because I at that point, I started getting, I got up my license so that if they did fuck with me, I was like, yo, peek me out. Like, you can't really fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, it's been an interesting uh, journey since then and where I'm at now. But tell motherfuckers, yo, whatever so when you, you leave. Yeah. yeah. When you, <clears throat> let me ask you something because I mean, first of all, it's funny you mention this because um, I can relate a little bit to this because my dad, uh, mm-hmm. my dad did construction for most of his life. My dad did um, construction, right. plumbing cool. and heating. And my dad was very good at like welding, you know, building things, putting things together. And I remember as a kid, my dad had um, he had to he had to reconstruct this um I think it was like this like little small storage place was outside of a house. Okay. And kind of like you were describing with the cart with the little cubbies. I just remember my dad building, you know, helping building the frame 
putting it on the foundation, you know, putting in all the inserts, the insulation, mm-hmm. or all the pieces. Um, it it's something that it, you know, and then again, this is why we have these types of conversations with artists because artists we have. I personally feel we have a very different way how we interact with the world when mm-hmm. it comes to um, how we represent ourselves, how we represent our art, you know, how we interact. And mm-hmm. this is just a prime example of this. I mean, literally building a cart, you know, mm-hmm. and just going out there and just talking to people about it and selling it and, and you know, mm-hmm. allowing other people to be a part of it, you know, what was the transition from that? I mean, when you went from that card, and I mean, I've, I'm assuming you've gone on to a lot more things since then. Um, mm-hmm. What exactly inspired? What inspired you from there? Like, you know, what was what was moving you you forward from there? Like, what was what moves me forward? You know what? I just made I a know. post the other day saying that. Not wanting to be a fucking bum. <laughs> and I like, like doing cool shit. Like, honestly, like, we either, we're either going to do, we're either going to uh, subscribe to someone else's fucking life, or we either, like I said, make our own fucking, it's a free for all. So, right. and ever since I was little, you know, like, I always had this mindset of literally doing what the fuck I want. And, that's why, you know, I always did get bad grades because I used to go by, I was going to private school. Uh, my dad, my family, my dad took us to like a really good pro- Muslim school with a lot of like rich Arabs. So, but we're from like the fucking hood. So like being, like having this, that trend, like this being in like in the hood with like the grimiest motherfuckers, then knowing uh, like really wealthy Palestinians, Pakistanians, you know, Syrians, and doing things up north with like white people. I was always like just cultured and surrounded around everything. So it just made me just see the world like, y'all, literally, like, even though, you know, I'm brought up as in like an extremely strict Orthodox Muslim. I was just like, yo, like, I don't know. I just always did like having a good time. And I implied that just to doing whatever you fucking want in life. I can and, relate. Uh, I can relate completely because for <laughs> me, I was raised in an Orthodox Jewish home. I was raised okay. religious. Okay. And I left religion in, in about 2017. I came out of the okay. closet. I said, fuck this shit. And that's when I started my life was seven years okay. ago. Okay. Uh, not seven years ago. Sorry, five years ago. My apologies. Five years ago. Um, I'm happy for you. That's what's up. <laughs> and, like, and I, it, it, the same thing over here is like for I grew up also around culture. You know, I grew up in mm-hmm. a, a very white um, community that was mainly okay. Ashkenazi, which is a group of um, Jews that are from Western and Eastern Europe. Okay. And being that we are Sephardic, which means that we're from the Mediterranean and Middle East. Okay. Of, of those groups, example, like Syria, you know, yeah. um, Syrians, Lebanese, Algerians, Tunisians, um, Yemen, uh, people from Persia or Iran, yeah. whatever you call it. And I, I just remember as a kid, those are the memories that I cherish so much. Those times on the, you know, we call it Shabbat, you know, being okay. with those people, those experiences, you know, those, okay. those, 
types of foods, the types yeah. of songs and things that we, um, they're things that we hold on to because it's not just because they're important. They mean something Yeah, for us specifically. Yeah, for sure. So going on with that, with your, you know, with your childhood and your experience, I can imagine, you know, the transition of you creating your art mm -hmm. has to emulate a lot of what you grew up around the way that, you know, you appreciate yeah, no. the culture and diversity. Yeah, for sure. And then like, since I, like, I, like I stated earlier, like I've always been kind of like emotional little fucker. So by being, I guess, raised like that and emotional, I just kind of always had this like frame of thinking, like, like, damn, this is what life is. And like, we all gotta die. Yeah, we and, are. Like, and it's just like, I don't know, those kind like how I am and being raised and seeing what life is, it's just those three things just builds this mindset. And uh and obviously the surroundings, you know, just being grown growing up in the hood of Chicago, but not being like a typical, like, I don't know, not being involved in the streets is just, is, is I don't know, it's just so interesting. So it kind of makes sense in a way. It's all about the um, environment. It's all about the environment that you're raising. Because yeah. the thing is, I know it people. <laughs> it really is. I, I, you know, I, I've met, I know people that grew up also in the hood. They grew up in the ghetto. And they had very similar experiences as well, where they grew up in their family. It was dangerous. But their, native, their experience of, like, dealing with drugs and being on the streaks was very minimal. Yeah. Because they, no, really, they didn't really need to to do those things you know yeah, since, yeah no definitely like since my my parents like my my parents they they literally was raising us basically from islamic you know even though they they grew up in like in the hoodest and were like doing whatever shit they were doing they were young literally we were, we were raised as if we we're like from palestine and studying like the religion, you know, literally praying five times a day, waking up at Fajr, like literally, you know, like having, reading the Quran, like it was just, we were just really raised, even though we're in the hood, like the way my parents wanted, the, what they wanted for us, it just, it just kept us out of being, you know, selling drugs in the street or gang banging. Something um, yeah, so. something to cover, which is important, especially because I'm, I'm assuming you've probably were raised with the same type of mentality and attitude that I was raised with, which mm -hmm. is in Middle Eastern culture, especially in Islamic culture, it's this belief of family. Okay. Mm -hmm. for, for my father, you know, family was everything. No, you know, same here. We, we come together, we talk with each other, we're here for each other. Um, that that sell that sense of security and place that you can call to, mm -hmm. um, which can also explain your experience, like you're saying, where you know you didn't really have any need because, like you said, like your parents were raising you with that type of mentality and attitude, yeah, that type exactly. of compassion. Mm -hmm. No nope, facts. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's it's really great because when you're it, it it's great when you 
cannot relate with somebody, but it's also great when you can relate because mm-hmm. it allows to expand mm-hmm. so you can have other people to be able to understand it more. Because to be honest, there are a lot of people that are raised the way that we were raised, mm-hmm. but don't speak out about a lot of it because it can sometimes be painful. We feel that we can be judged, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I don't, yeah like, it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, I'm always getting judged. It doesn't mind me. It doesn't mind me either, but there are people that do (laughs) mind. (laughs) I'm so used to honestly, man. Like, I'm always just like, I'm an oddball, so I can understand. I just like to put myself in everyone's shoes for a second, no matter who they are or what they believe or what they, you know. And it's like, I think that's, that builds, you know, a good character and it actually keeps the world going around. Like, being able to accept your differences no matter what it is, politics, sex, gender, if your religion, like, it doesn't matter. As long as you're not fucking harming me, my bro, like, gee, like, don't, like, I don't fucking care. I can still fucking love you, even though I don't agree with that. Like, I can still actually respect and love you, and I don't think we live in a society where, I don't know, like, people, like, people, people doesn't want to, like, they don't want to accept other people for, you know, for what it is. And I don't know. It's just, it, it holds, it holds us back from. It's, it's an, you know, I've said, I've said this before and, and to emulate this point, you can, I can, you know, I can respect you. Mm. I don't have to agree with you. Damn. You know, it, it, that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's lack of just how how people. I don't. Know, I think it's just a lack of how uh, people's mind frame, um, and also like religion has to do. I feel like religion definitely fucks up a lot of things, and also brings a lot of good too at the same time. But, um. Yeah, that's just that's a, another uh, issue right there. <laughs> you you brought up you know, and I and I want to I want to bring this up because um, I don't know if this uh, you mentioned Palestine quite a mm-hmm. few times, and I actually I lived in I lived in the Israeli territory um, for quite a few years, mm-hmm. and I worked with Palestinians. Okay, okay, yeah, I grew up with a lot of I literally grew up with. Palestinians a lot. <laughs> and I've said this before. I'm going to say this again. Okay. Cause I was in the country. I saw it mm. with my own two eyes. Okay. There is the problem is you have, this kind of goes into your point. You have a terrorist government on one end and you have a corrupt money hungry extremist group on the other. Okay. And what you have is then you have these two groups that I'm sorry to say this, do not do not give a fuck about their people. And they've proven this time, this time and time and over again. So what they do is they put these their people at conflict. So instead of people living at peace in a beautiful country, okay, Mm -hmm. where Arabs and Jews and people alike can live in peace, they can Mm -hmm. live in their own homes and their own territories. I believe in a two-state solution. That's my personal opinion. I believe that Palestinians deserve their rights, and I believe that the Israelis deserve their rights. 
But uh-huh. what I have a problem with is, is like we were saying over here is, why can't we have a conversation? Why do we always have to, you know, have where we have to point the finger, where we have to say, oh, well, they're bad because we say so, or no, they're bad because we, that's not how we start a conversation. You know, we're talking about human beings' lives. You know, you have to ask yourself a question. If there are women and children that don't have running water, they don't have electricity, they don't know if their husband is going to come home because he might get shot while coming through the border. That is a reality for a lot of people. Uh-huh. You know, again, like, and I want to hear your your thoughts on this. Um, why do you feel that we have such a hard time sitting down and having a conversation instead of just letting people suffer and fucking fighting. Well, it could be because of power and like, also I think it, sir, it could be religion, you know, and, and, but that, like that could have been like the root of it, you know. And as the times goes on, people have like their their like their old ways of beliefs and systems of doing things. So it's kind of like a mixture of doing old things and also being greed and not taking accountability, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like. Yeah, I, I really don't know why there can't be more peace in situations where there's obviously should have, where it should be, and it's kind of like logical. Because we both, like, I, I, mean, I don't I, like, I don't get that. Okay, I mean, we can both agree we care about human life, right? Mm-hmm. We care about being able to live in an environment where we know that um, we're being taken care of, people around us are being taken care of. It's safe. But we don't live in a world like that. Majority of people don't live in a world like that. And you have to ask yourself a question. Why have we then advanced ourselves to this point? We were able to do like that. You know, we were able to talk over here and have this kind of interview. What was Uh the point of doing all of this if we're still practicing the same ways of society that existed hundreds of years ago? just been modified and altered and been perfected and relabeled and renumbered and restructured. Cause I don't know, man. It's uh it's crazy. I know it's insane. And I guess it just kind of goes back to the point. Like there can't be good without bad and it can't be bad without good. So I guess it's just like a balance of, of, of that and what's happening around the world. And I guess, I don't know, there's a force that just can't be done, that it can't be prevented. I guess, I don't know, just simply covered up or meshed over, but not fully like healed. I I, I can't, uh, I don't know anything. I'm, that's, that baffles me, my friend. Just as much as I, I cannot give you an answer on that. Well, I don't think I think to be to be fair, I don't think there is an answer. Yeah, I think, you know, to be real with ourselves there, the only answer that we'll ever get truthfully 
is when we're actually there in the moment. Mm. When the, you know, when it, it finally clicks and you're like, oh, okay, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. for your, you know, kind of going into this, like for you yourself, like right now when you're, when you're doing your art or for example, like when you're starting a new project, mm-hmm. um, what do you, like, what do you, what are you working towards right now? Like, what do you, um, when it comes to your art, like what is inspiring you right now? Just want to be better, make cooler, doper shit for people. Literally like, um, by the way, if you want to share any of your stuff on this podcast, cause we post this on YouTube. Okay. okay for sure. Yeah. I got yeah. honestly do. I have so much stuff, man. Like, it's amazing. Um, which I don't know, like what more I like. I really don't believe in, I guess, the fact of like inspiration or motivated. I feel like it's always there, you know. Um, it's just it has to be turned on. Yeah, you just gotta like okay. turn it on, even when it's not turned on. You just have to just push yourself and just. The fact of you lifting uh, a spoon, you're making an action, picking up the paintbrush. I want to go for a walk. Like if you have anxiety, well, even like getting out of the bed, the fact that you got out of the bed, it's a fucking great action. You know, one action can lead to another good action. And you just got to get into the repetition of being consistent of making a small, small step once a day is better than now making no steps a fucking day, you know? So, um, you know, and you can either just, you know, and as you grow, life becomes harder. So we just got to get into the, the, the frame of just, you know, practicing good habits. And, uh, that's how you can stay motivated, you know, to stay happy. It's a little. Um, it's the little things. Yes, honestly, honestly, it's a little. Two minutes a day is better than what uh, two hours on Saturday. So it's like you know, like you know, if you practice those habits, they can uh, make you happy, and when you're happy, you're inspired. Yeah, um, it's it's it's. It's very true. I mean, it, it's kind of surprising that when you're in certain modes, mm-hmm. you know, certain emotions, um, you feel different things. And, and you know, I, I like your, your I like your definition of, of inspire because it 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 kind of like shifts it to another level of like the inspiration is not like you're gonna find it. It's already there. It's like mm-hmm. you know the action of of doing something about it. Yep. I think that we we all have that no matter if, you know, like there's something in all of us and humans, no matter where we're at, you know, you can live in fucking Timbuktu where there's fucking, I don't know. I don't know if there's probably a technology. I don't might I sound stupid right now, but anywhere that's right in the world that's, they probably don't have anything, but there's something that God's giving us that we can joy, you know, simply it can just be the simple fact of just like being able to breathe and being aware and conscious that damn, I'm a fucking alive. 
And this is actually the greatest gift of anything and everything. Um, and that's just like one of the simplest, easiest ways of just, I don't know, knowing that you could like, that's inspiration right there. If that's not enough, like, I don't know what to fucking tell you, bro. Like we're fucking living, you know, <laughs> like think about it. I'll- like think about it, like we, you just said, like we, we as bodies, you know, we're like, we're living vessels, you know, that yeah. has this spirit. And, and I mean, <laughs> we have hands, right? And we're making all of these things. And you're just mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'm like, whoa. I, I did yeah, exactly. yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. That's how I'm all the time, man. I'm like, yo, damn, like, I just made that cool shit. Let's make more cool shit. Let's make more cool shit. Or let's, how to, let's make, how do they make that? Or let's try to do something like that even cooler. You know, it's just, you know, and that's, um, just to being able to just, you know, live and experience and create. It's one of the greatest things. Be able to also believe in it because like the thing is, you know, if you want to, if you want to be able to be successful, Mm -hmm. you got to have something to stand on. Cause honey, if you're 48 flights up and that steel bar moves just an inch, Girl, you going down. Honey, you going down 48 flights. <laughs> nah, big time. Facts. Facts. You definitely got to believe. If you don't believe in yourself, no one definitely really well. So you you are, you are your brand. You are, you are it. You just got to show people that you are it. <laughs> what do you think, uh, what do you think makes you unique as a, as an artist? What do you like, you know, for example, um, the art that you're making, how do you feel that you're different than, than per se other artists? Um, I, I don't know as an, I'll say as an individual, um, that's up to a person to say what they can think of of my art, you know, everything is different, you know, as an art, if you make it, it's already, it's it's right there. It's already different, but what makes me unique as an individual, I will say definitely, you know, my, my drive and my, the way I think, um, you know, um, it's literally just fucking, I have, I literally have no like barriers on my mind. Like, and I think that that definitely puts me in this category of a very self-driven and motivated and optimistic and practical individual. <clears throat> and then that reflects my art. Because obviously when you meet the individual, that person, your branding, you're like, oh man, like I like their art even more. So I wouldn't really, you know, if I, whatever I make, that's up to the person to be like, oh yeah, that's a nice shirt or that's a nice jewelry or that's a nice painting, blah, 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 whatever I made. But as a for individual, it definitely, I, 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 I can just fill it in how I, what I do. I I just like it's just it's a uniqueness on how I approach the world in my actions. Right. So I give myself a pat on the back for that. 
<laughs> I'm pretty fucking dope on that shit. Hey man, you deserve it, bro. Listen. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Dave. Of course. You're, you're making me acknowledge it more because you have amazing uh some amazing questions and you're giving good perspectives. So it's it, it, uh, it I, I told you, man, it's all it's all about the experience. The thing is, I always I'm a lover of a good story mm-hmm. and a good story doesn't always start where you want it to start. Sometimes it starts in the most mm-hmm. unexpected places. And yeah, definitely. I what, agree. I, what I like also, though, is, is that when you look at it, when you look at an art piece or a sculpture, mm-hmm. um, it tells that story. Because I'll be I'll be real honest with you, bro. With today's mm-hmm. industry and fucking bullshit that they're putting out, a lot of it looks the same. And to be mm-hmm. honest, I'm kind of tired. I'm really I'm I'm really like I'm fucking tired of the industry because like I've had conversations about this before. It's it's depressing. It's like you know how much more do you want to liquidate and water down? the artist industry when it comes to the way that art is represented and how it's made. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, your thoughts on this. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that is like one of the, the, the biggest things that I have a problem with currently. Hmm. I never thought of when and what like when you said <laughs> and what genre in particular are you talking about when you speak about the arts specifically abstract and when you take okay. the uh, you know um, all genres of abstract art. Um, I mean, <laughs> I think we we're saying for sure. It, it's just, do you know how many, bro? You know how many Instagram reels and fucking face like pages i go through of this shit every day mm-hmm. so they you know puts it on my feed um mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm like i'm done because mm-hmm. none of it because I, the problem is none of it is genuine okay i'm mm-hmm. sorry you know when you have somebody there that's like here's a splatter now go fucking buy it it's three thousand dollars you know or mm-hmm. i'm gonna put a line here now, don't get me wrong. There are, I love, for example, um, objective artists. For example, where they, they create like different spheres around different colors, you know, um, de- different geometrics. Those are really cool. And there's a lot of like, mm-hmm. not just splatters going all over the place. It's actually like, that's what I'm referring to. I'm referring mm-hmm. to is it's all about, it's all about money. That's all it's about. It's all about getting the views, the followers, the likes, the shit. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, um, yeah, technology, uh, stuffly, um, it's changing the game so much. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I talk about technology a lot because I love technology. Um, and I love social media. And I just lo- I just love where everything is going at the same time. It's all it's a lot of fucking it's a lot of shit and a lot of bullshit is happening online. And a lot of it is it for a lot of it is for followers and likes and like you said, money. So it's like kind of figuring out like how do you play your role, you know, staying authentic and genuine and not being a fucking douchebag 
but being a part of, you know, I don't know, going viral and everything. So I don't know. It's um, all I can say is, you know, try to, you know, stay authentic to yourself and post shit that means something to you, not just postings for views and likes. Um, Cause that's where you're going to lose your fucking brains and not, and not be true, true to yourself and be authentic. So it's all just being authentic and true to yourself and not being peer pressured. It's like, I got to post every 10 seconds into like, you know, I think a lot of people are just losing their brains and their minds um, where technology is going. I like what I like what you do, um, and and anybody wants to check it out. I don't remember your handle, so I'm gonna let our our uh, listeners know your handle so they can find you on Instagram. Um, you do like just quick updates, like mm-hmm. I've seen like just like randomly like hey you know like quick update, and I do that too. Like I do that every Sunday. I do like updates, mm-hmm. um, and it's very genuine because like. Like you don't give a fuck. Like it's just yeah, you exactly. just be like, "Hey, bitches!" Like I'm here to tell you, like what's going on. Yeah, I think honestly, that's the best. Honestly, is being authentic with yourself, no matter what you know. And people, people can see that and feel that. And um, people is just so lost. And so they, they they put their the social media on this high pedestal where like I cannot post I have to post the greatest thing or I have to post the right moment yeah, or I have to be like it's just like you're caring too much about nothing and you're not even gonna do anything like it is just like it's a weird thing on how people treat their social media and you know I'm just literally being myself and uh, try to uh, be a positive impact and let think, people know, you know. I, I think you're doing, do like, a, I think you're doing a good job. I think so. <laughs> Take <six. laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm stirring up the fucking FCC, honey. Uh, that's my job. Uh, FCC? What's that? It's a, it's a jo- Well, it, I think FCC is, I th- I forgot what it stands for. They're the ones that like regulate. Um, they're the ones like regulate like what can be done on television and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, like they're one of like also like you know like certain shit. So okay, the, the, the thing about um, uh, this is from George Carlin. I don't know if you ever um, uh, heard of this. It it's the seven dirty words you're not allowed to say on public television. This was years ago. Now you okay. can say all of them was like, you know, on pussy, tits, you know, cock shit. I mean, just motherfucker, like all, all of them. Okay. And why am I bringing this up is it's, it's hilarious because they're just words. Mm-hmm. They're just exactly. words. But people, people, ha- I love this. People have a tendency to freak the fuck out about mm-hmm. the simplest of things. You know, yeah. the way the way you you know, the way you say a word of like, you know, how you represent somebody. And I'm just yeah. like uh, I was yeah, I totally agree. And like I wanna hear your th- I wanna hear your thoughts on this because like there are times I'm just like, man, if you don't get off my ass, honey, I'm gonna pull you off. Cause yeah. I, you know, it's again like it's it's a word. Like you know what I'm saying? 
I'm down. People were like, people will see a word and disqualify the whole important fucking thing you just said mm-hmm. just because you say a fucking fucking. And I was talking about that with my mom the other day. She's like, Naki, I was listening to your Instagram and you say good stuff, but you gotta stop saying those bad words. And I was like, Ma, like, I'm sorry, but like, it's just the way how I talk sometimes. Like, I'm so I guess I need you to improve my my vocabulary. I agree. But if a curse word comes out, it's just like it's just a curse word. Don't minus the whole positive thing. Cause I was like, why the fuck are people and she'll probably just be like, Oh, you cursed and like, but like, did you just hear that first two minutes of that good shit that I said? <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, people are just so pro- it's programmed. It's, 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 it goes back to being programmed, man. And like, no, that, that shit is like enrooted. It's, it's brainwashed. It was just for a little. And it's, a, it's again, it's like the idea of like what you just said, where you do one, you do one thing and everything else doesn't matter. Cause of the mm. one, like, it's like you saying that like out of the thousand words, cause of the one. It's petty. It, 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 you got to have common sense, okay? If you have common sense, you realize. <laughs> it, nah, I, I don't. I can't. I don't even know, y'all. That shit's bunkers, y'all. Kind of ties into what we were saying about um, being authentic and genuine on social media. One thing... I, I, I'm just going to point this out. If you be genuine and real on social media, like we said earlier, the numbers, you really can't focus on the numbers because. No, no, facts. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Because being true sometimes can fuck you in the ass. Really, really fucking ass hard. And sometimes, like, I, I feel like I definitely, um, I suffer from that because. Um, I love Kanye West and when I went online, when I told people that recently, it like, I was really getting, um, backlash. All I said was just like, yo, I love you, Kanye. I didn't say anything, you know, about any of the goofy shit that he says or whatever. I was like, dude, this dude's hilarious. Like, I don't give a fuck what no one says. He is funny. He says goofy shit and probably has a horrible way of saying it. But, um, you know, like I said, it's like, you gotta, like, you can't not, I just, just because I don't agree to some of the things he said, I'm not gonna fucking like you. Or you can't pass with nobody. Like, that's not how the fucking, that's not how we should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. Just because, like, and it's, it's like, it's very, very fucking pathetic. Um, and it's sad, and it's just like, you know, like, and it, and it shows me more on, you know, why sometimes he says the things that he wants because he's trying to like push people's mind, and that's what he like, does. You should be able to express yourself to the fullest, and if, if that takes the world not fucking liking you because that's who you are, well, fuck you then, like. 
that's fucking sad. If that's how you really want to not like me, because you know, I do this. I think that I don't think it's just like, it's like, okay, if you don't, let's just try to keep figuring out where it can work out better for everybody instead of, okay, you don't like that. All right, fuck you, cancel him. Let's cancel her. They can't have shit. Fuck him. Bye, Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Not clear about Felicia. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's true, though, because, like, you know, um, (laughs) I'm actually uh, doing a a music segment um, with with somebody, um, and we're going to be talking about R. Kelly. And this is a great example of, look, that nigga be peeing on people. Bitches, bitches be wild, honey. Uh, I, his his thing is this, okay? You you got to be able to separate the artist from the legacy, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm one of those people. If why can't we just appreciate the music and separate their life, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real honest. They are separate. Because one is music and the other, like, what does their music have to do about them, you know, in their personal life and what they're doing? If you like, if you're saying you like Kanye West, you like his music, you should have every right to like his music. And if, you know, like, you want to say that, you should have every fucking right to say that. You're not supporting his behavior. Come on. You know, you seem like a, a rational person. You're not fucking crazy or stupid and shouldn't be like yeah you know kanye yeah fuck yeah like no you know like you're just saying you like his music and like people can't read that shit i'm just like you gotta separate the artist from the legacy come on man no um yeah i i I don't know people people like man people are just people People, there are a lot of followers, you know, and if the majority isn't going with it, they don't want to be the outcast. And it it takes a really strong individual to just be like, you know what, this is who I am individual. If I got to, if I'm alone, if it's me against the world, it's me against the world. Damn. Um, And it's, it's hard to be that, it's hard to be the only one out there. Nobody wants to feel that way. Um. But I don't fucking care. I love it. And I feel like, you know, uh, I've always kind of been a little uh, outcast and um, it's okay. Um, As long as, you know, you're doing good things, uh, you're happy, you're getting shit done, you're impacting the world in good, positive ways. Um, I feel like there's no reason to, uh, to not be yourself and not to do the things that you should, you have the right to do. This is your fucking body. This is the, the, the spiritual being having a human existence experience. So with that being said, it seems like we should be able to do what the fuck we want and believe that we, whatever we want and where are the things, wherever the fuck we want, eat whatever we want. I don't besides eat humans. I don't, I don't recommend eating humans. No, 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 no. Can, cannibalism is a, is another level we are definitely okay, not going another, down. That's another way of doing whatever the fuck you want. But when it comes to, honey, when it comes to goddamn chickens, honey, you can slaughter all those motherfuckers. Uh, I don't, yeah, get, I don't uh, give a fuck. 
chickens are. Tomorrow, so I'll probably order some wings. Girl, so I want to. I want to tell you something, honey. Okay, chickens are the nastiest motherfuckers. Okay, it's all those vegan woke bullshit ass oh, yeah. bitches. Okay. <laughs> We gonna keep on murdering chickens, cause honey, you want them to be free and re- no, you don't. No, I, you don't. They're agree, coming for you. <laughs> Sorry, vegan wokers. Sorry, yeah. Chicken is chicken is a shit. Chicken's a shit, honey. We gotta kill them. Uh, um, but you know, to to wrap this up, uh, I wanted to, you know, you, you know, we were we were we were just leaving off on the fact, like you know, just. I heard this recently, okay? And this is this is bananas, all right? Right now, we know that cannabis is federally um, criminalized, you know, it's federally criminalized throughout the United States, okay? It's mm-hmm. still substance one, all right? Recently, I believe it was Biden that announced that they're going to try to get it down to substance two or substance three. Okay. And I, was think- I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I heard this on another podcast. It's 2023, Okay. We are already 20 years into the 21st century, okay? This country still has cannabis as a substance one drug, okay? Now, let me ask you something, okay? You you as, you as a person, you know, and interacting with people and through your life, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, like, these motherfuckers have way too much power. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the way it's, uh, it's set up to be, um, yeah. Um, I don't know any response to that power. It's all about the power, man. Money, power, respect. What do you see the future being as, for example, we as artists now? Um, It's so funny because I see the world more super duperly freaking thigh-bore living type of shit. As for art, I feel like if you do anything authentic, because as we're moving to the digital realm, Realistic shit is going to always have a meaning, a real true meaning, and actually have a moral worth. Um, so I feel like, you know, arts, anything in the arts, you know, fucking making amazing food, making dope ass clothing, hearing real music, like there's always going to be a niche for people who want real shit besides paying for the AI to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like there's going to be, this like, there's going to be a market. There's still going to be a market for everything, even though technology is going to be even more crazier. Um, I feel like, you know, like there's always the true artists. The well, true you know artists something? Never, never you, know something? you don't know this, but I mean, hypothetical future scenario where the AI mm-hmm. teams up with the artists. That would be cool. Yeah, against the human race. <laughs> Great movie. Okay, Sony, you better not that steal this idea cool. from me, all right? Steal <laughs> <laughs> idea from me. Um, damn. Well, I will say this. It, this has been fucking incredible. It's amazing to have you on. I really appreciate you taking the time. 
Um, Thanks, man. And yeah, I feel this good is questions. Yeah, really good questions. Yeah, and like people, like I feel this is a really great way, like for people to get to know you and um, also be able to uh, check out your amazing work. So, do uh, you want to leave uh, some handles and people can find yep. you? Well, I have a couple Instagrams, but for majority of for my art, it's Nike's paintings. Uh, it's N A Q E E S and paintings. Uh, and I have my keys art as well. That's more of a just, I used to post more of my jewelry on there. Um, but I don't do that as much. I just use that as like a marketing for my other Instagrams. Um, so those are my, uh, those are the main one I use. I use also my TikTok too, my keys art TikTok. That I'll be making uh, my newer website. It should be coming out sometime soon. Ooh. Still working on paintings. Very exciting. So my new site should be coming out soon. Uh, not a big fan of Facebook. That's for the old, the old heads. Yeah, leave I'm that, on there. That's for you, mom, and I'll leave that. I'll leave that for my mom and my dad and my aunties. <laughs> but no, you still use it. You definitely should still use it. If you are still using it, go ahead by all means. But me personally, uh, I'm more into um, TikTok, Instagram, and in a TikTok. I'm actually more in TikTok, TikTok, okay. and YouTube. Um, I'm more focused on that now, like making YouTube shorts mm -hmm. and I'm actually building up my YouTube. So that's where I'm on everyone. Nike's art, Nike's paintings. Uh, check me out and say, Hey, what's up? I got some cool art. <laughs> some water. Uh, so yeah, thank you again, Dave. I appreciate of course. it. it of course. Really solid, professional, clean questions, straight to the point. Got me contemplating new things, so I appreciate that, my friend. Of course, not a problem, man. Doing the stone to the bone as always, honey. And be sure <laughs> stone to the bone. Never heard stone that to the bone, honey. <laughs> be sure uh, to like and subscribe. Okay, we, we fuckers over here need to make a living. Okay, so you gotta you gotta give us a little bit of love, all right. And be sure to check out the podcast at Lost in the Groove Pod. We are on. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, posting episodes weekly, both video and audio. So thank you very much for being here. We love you guys and girls and non-binary people. Bye, everybody.